0: Hello, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. So glad you stopped by. I am so excited to have you here taking time, uh, in, in a part of your journey and listening to this very honored, very privileged, never take that for granted. Uh, and I'm very honored as well to be sharing my journey as well with you and hopefully it will provide some healing. Um, and we can heal together. We can grow together. That's the point of this and feel free to to listen to these, um, audios over and over uh, sometimes they help. They help with like mental conditioning and maybe getting concepts a little bit more um, conditioned in my head. Kind of when I when I listen to stuff over and over again. Sometimes it you know I hear something new or I I get to listen to it and expose myself to it and then I get to kind of implant it in my head in a way. So that's very possible. And you can do that with anything that you like to hear. You know, Uh, some of my favorite people to listen to is uh, Wayne Dyer and, um, you know, Abraham Hicks. Those are fabulous people to listen to. And I will listen to those consistently uh, throughout my day. Um, So yeah, feel free to, you know, condition your brain, whatever you expose your brain to should be intentional. My friends, it should not be unintentional, right? So uh, I want to make sure that you're you know, um, I'm here with you and I am uh, very excited to introduce this topic. (laughs) It's exciting, but it's heartbreaking at the same time because it is about heartbreak and it's about heartbreak, but it's about time for me to do this, Uh, being the fifth episode. I think it is the perfect time to do uh, an episode that would really help people that are trying to They've already decided. You know what? I this this relationship is over, and I'm trying to heal. I want to heal. I'm I want to I want to um, work on healing and the pain and the memories and all that good stuff. And when I was going through this, same exact thing. <laughs> um, it was very difficult. I was already set. My mind was set that I I wanted to heal. Okay, there was no if, ands, or buts, it was decided for me, okay? But I knew that the reality of it is that my mind was going to have the residual impact of somebody that I, I, I loved and I lived with for some time and um, had memories with. And it, it was in my brain, right? And so I needed to understand how to and what to do to help with healing my heart. Most of the time, when we approach breakups, the first thing that we do is really not compassionate to ourselves is avoid the pain, and we really will do anything to avoid the pain I mean anything anything um, but like, i'm gonna 'm gonna kind of read this uh, this lyrics to this song right um, by tony Braxton. if you 're a nineties baby. <laughs> 90s kid, you'll remember Toni Braxton and Unbreak My Heart. That was her big hit. Now, this chorus I'm going to read to you is a great example of how much we're in denial when we break up with someone. <laughs> I don't care who you are. When we break up with someone, we really are in denial for some time. But I'm going to read this. This is why this the song was so popular. Everybody could relate to it. <laughs> everybody, Everybody can. So I'm going to read the chorus. Uh, it starts with unbreak my heart, say you love me again, undo this hurt you caused when you walked out the door and walked out of my life, uncry these tears I cried so many nights, unbreak my heart. Okay, so what she's basically saying is that you've inflicted this pain on me, and I need you to come and heal me. <laughs> That's number one. Okay. And number two is it keeps you in denial of the fact that you cannot undo what was done. You cannot undo what was done. And this takes me to my first point. As you know, I have bullet points. I don't know if you do know that, but I have bullet points usually in front of me in, in a couple of little uh, flashcards. Is well. yeah, flashcards. And I have, I have them written down because <laughs> Tala can go to places you may not want to go. So I want to make sure she stays where she's at. Uh, so we want to feel it to heal it. That's the point that I want to make first is I was very immature in the way I was trying to heal myself from a breakup. I was trying to eliminate thoughts of this person. I would like to avoid, uh, going through the pain. Right. Um, but the best advice I ever had and listened to over and over again was, um, Feel it to heal it. Feel it to heal it straight up. We gotta go through the feeling of the of the breakup to understand what we need to learn from it. How and, and make and make it benefit us and teach us rather than continue on with a cycle of this pain. But it might not be that same person, it might be a different name, but it's the same relationship, if you notice, right? Whenever we don't learn on lessons the first time Basically, we'll just keep repeating them. That's not my rule. That's the rule of the universe. It just does it. It just does it. So, okay. The second part to help you with this healing in the breakup is to be understanding and compassionate to the fact that this person, whoever this is, occupied your time for... A while they took up space in your brain it didn't happen all of a sudden but it gradually went in there right when you started sharing your time with them sharing your experiences with them sharing memories with them uh, sharing rituals with them all of those things are part of a relationship and it makes sense that they will occupy this real estate inside your mind they'll occupy the time because they've been part of the habits and your thought you included them in your thoughts as part of your day uh, whether you thought about what well, we're going to eat for dinner, where we're going to where we're going to head out to uh, go out tonight, who we're going to see. We were a we, right? And all of a sudden, you're a you. <laughs> so this takes a little getting used to, people. And this is the part why I need you to be compassionate with yourself. And I have to say compassionate because we get frustrated. We become mad at ourselves for thinking about this person instead of being understanding of the fact that, yeah, they took up time. Of course, it's going to take time for us to acknowledge that they took that time and that real estate in our mind and we have memories with them. And it's getting rid of a habit of thinking about this person. It's really like that. It's just getting rid of habits, thoughts or habits. So we're trying to eliminate some of them or reduce them significantly. So I need you to be very patient in this process. Uh, the second bullet point I got here is keeping in mind that uh, I heard this the other day from someone um on YouTube, and they said that rejection is the form of protect- is a form of protection <laughs> rejection is a form of protection. I love this. I love this if you don't mind me saying so uh because When the universe, God, whoever I believe in, whoever you believe in, takes something out of your life, right? It just you, it couldn't help it, but take it out because it loves you. I got to be aware of that. Heck, even if I don't believe in anything, if the chemistry and the and the, everything around me and the energy is working to remove something away from me that is not working for me, that is not causing me. to grow it's it's pulling me down it's holding me back it's not acknowledging my worth right and maybe I'm not acknowledging my worth but so the universe decides to take things in his hand hands and it will remove it from you basically right so if you believe in whatever higher power you believe in, it, you're also going to surrender that one too. This is a form of surrender. is that i got to really trust that whatever, whatever this is happening, it's happening for a reason that it must to save me from um, as a form of protection, actually. It's just a form of protection, basically. So I hope you understand that one. Uh, this, is, this is a really good one i need I needed to understand that, no matter how much I struggled in my head, I go back to always it's the it was the right thing it was, it had to happen. the breakup had to happen. If I try to mask it up, paint it up uh, within time, it will shed all the stuff that I tried to paint up with and you know patch up with, and it, it, I will see it for what it is once more. So I either do the work right now and let it go. Or I keep getting hurt. I keep getting hurt, but I I lose more when I stay with this type of person, knowing darn well that even if I take them back today, even if I take them back today, they're not good for me. They will never be the person I want them to be. Heck, even if they're not, they will never be the person I want them to be in a relationship. Right? So so important to keep that in mind you guys so important to be compassionate with yourselves and be aware of that in your own heartbreak and also in your own healing this next one here this next beautiful bullet point i'm sure i'm going to get <laughs> some people like telling me this is this is impossible but you know i think knowing my own change and what I had to do, I don't tell you anything that I don't think is possible because I had to do it myself, friends. I really did have to do it myself. So this next one is romancing a breakup. You know, romancing the person that you left or they left, whichever. Um, Romancing that. You know it's done and you let your brain... Kind of go beyond just like, oh, I think about this person and yeah, I had some memories with him, but you'll pull out and sift through more memories of the romantic part. And it's just almost like a bludgeoning, you know, it's like an emotional bludgeoning that you're going through. And I don't think you want none of that to happen. The more you interrupt and interfere with that, the likely you'll nurture yourself. And Deliver yourself to a safer place in he- in healing quicker, right? But if you keep opening up the wounds, because what you're doing is like, you're learning to fall in love again, and then remember, right, with those memories, you're learning to fall in love again, and then all of a sudden remember that, oh, you're not with this person. So you're like re-cutting this, reopening this wound over and over again, mentally. So it is very possible for you that with self-awareness, you can notice when those thoughts come in, And be compassionate to yourself. Be kind to yourself. And do what compassionate, kind people do, which is not continue to burn themselves or burn other people, right? They take it easy on themselves. They take it easy on themselves. So if you're starting to see yourself entertaining a song, (laughs) entertaining a thought, (laughs) entertaining little habits that, oh my God, we used to do this together. And you're saying this and you're like playing this out in your head. Just be compassionate with yourself. Be be compassionate and loving with yourself. That's all I'm asking here. That's what I had to do to help me with my healing process, and that's what I'm asking for you to consider. Now, this next part is um, we want to remember that it's I'm saying nurture, not self pity. Right. So this has a lot. This is just to keep in mind that when you're thinking thoughts on the inside about this person. And about what happened in that relationship. Make sure not to keep it in the self-pity neighborhood. We want to keep it in the nurturing, compassionate, self-compassion, self-loving, self-healing neighborhood. Okay? So no self-pity. When I realize I'm like, oh God, I'm a victim. He did this and he did that. Or she did this and she did that to me. And I call five other people and I tell them the same darn story. And I'm talking crap. I'm just reopening I'm just reopening wounds left and right. It's like gushing blood everywhere. Everything's getting infected. It's terrible. And then I'm burdening other people with this nonsense. Heal your heart and respect its privacy. There's nothing wrong with sitting with yourself and finding healing or finding people that can support that healing, not make you a victim when you make yourself one. Does that make sense? I'm just reminding you, you were not held hostage in this relationship. Nobody was. I wasn't held hostage in that relationship. I chose to be in that relationship. And I had to like myself and respect my decisions at the time, right? And also respect that I had to end uh, the, make another decision decision to end this. I have to respect that about myself too. Okay. So it's those little things, those little little things that keep it just going when I just want it to stop. So no more self-pity. When you're starting to go in that neighborhood, just stop yourself. Just see red flashing lights. Just stop, stop. Um, and when you're starting to hear a song or play a memory out, the whole the whole freaking videotape, just stop. Be compassionate to yourselves. I know you can do it. I know you can do it. I know you can do it and you can be serious about your healing. I don't want you to be serious about your self-cutting. I want you to be serious about your healing, okay? The next part is going to be very... I'm asking you to keep an open mind and to be flexible with this, okay? So remember how I said just like a few minutes ago (laughs) that you are not held hostage in this relationship. I decided to be in this relationship my person decided to be in this relationship, same with you, okay, I really was not held hostage, I don't care what anybody says, and they try to prove this to me, most of the time, it's like, oh, no, no, but he really did, he threatened, yeah, but you had opportunities, if, you know, if it was really that threatening to your life, cops would have been called, right, but we have a choice, what keeps us a lot of the times is fear, what keeps us a lot of times is fear of the unknown, and familiarity, and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but what I want you to remember is that you're not held hostage. So bringing me to my next point is breaking up does not have to end with hate. You know, it's, it's a myth that we always play out. We play out in movies, we play out in songs that I got to hate you to get over you, right? I got to hate you. <laughs> no, no, no. I want us to think a different way. I got to love me to get over you. And a heck, even if you want to be so generous, this is another generous statement. I even gotta love you to let you go. I gotta, I gotta love you to let you go. Now your healing just sped up quicker. I promise it'll speed up a lot quicker. Many people will probably struggle with this. I'm sure <laughs> some people are like flipping, driving, flipping people off on the window and um, and all those fancy stuff and honking and getting angry. I get it. I get it. I get it. Calm down people. I hear you. I hear you. But again, I'm giving you the shortcuts here. I'm giving you the shortcuts, the stuff that will work, the stuff that will work, you guys, stuff that I used and it works, it works, but it may not have been what you thought it was, which is cool I'm asking you to keep an open mind. You can do it. You can do it. So let's start with, I don't got to hate this person. I don't got to hate this person. Because inside, deep down inside, the reason why you're having a hard time with getting over this breakup and not liking yourself doing it is because you're trying to hate this person that for a long while you really loved. So you're going, you're resisting against what is natural to you, to love this person. There's nothing that says that you cannot love this person and leave them. Nothing that says that, right? I think it's even more bang for your buck when it comes to healing, when you can leave them because you love them. You can find that this was merciful on them and yourself, and that you knew that from whatever that relationship was about, where it was going to end up, you can predict it almost. That you were saving them from destroying this relationship to pieces. And you can learn to love them and let them go and love yourself as well by, by respecting that decision to do what you did. So... Nobody needs to hate anybody in a breakup. I promise. Nobody. I don't care how horrible they've done. I chose to be with them. And if I stayed, it's because I chose to stay with them. Whatever it was, I need to own up, whether it's fear or what have you. But I stayed with them, people. That's a fact. Nobody made me. Nobody made me. And if I start lying to myself about the excuses that I use to say well I'm such a victim he lied to me he kept me there no he did not no she did not none of that was none of that is possible without my consent none none of that is none of that is so stay with me on this I know like (laughs) some people (laughs) may have a hard time but just keep an open mind this is, for the, this is for the person who's like hardcore, ready to move on, okay? Ready to move on. I'm giving you the tips, the tricks. Here it is. Here it is, you guys. Keep an open mind. The number, the next one, this is going to be a little longer than usual, but hey, hey. Um, it's got to get done. You know, it's got to get done. I've been thinking about this for a couple days now, so it has to get done. So the number... Uh, the, my, my bullet points, I, I don't know why I'm reading to you the numbers, that's for me, but whatever. Um, it's closure. This lie to ourselves that we say we think we need closure from the person. A lot of the stuff that we're going to tell ourselves as a lie that keeps us stuck in this um, no healing situation, okay, no moving forward, is the idea that I think this person has to give me closure. That they somehow owe me this closure. But the closure, get this, you guys, get this. The closure is in whatever they did. In whatever they've been doing. That's the closure. I know you don't want to hear it. I know you want to hear something else. (laughs) But the fact is, the closure is what they already gave you. They already gave it to you. They already gave it to you. However they did, whether they cheated, they lied, they lied, they lied, um, they were abusive, whatever they did, what put you down, whatever they did, that was their closure. That was them telling you, I don't, I'm not good for you anymore. That you need to trust whatever that's in you that wants to save you to just do it. Do what, do what you feel and they're giving you that closure. If you're trying to get a better answer and go back to that person, lie to yourself and say, well, I need closure. That's why I'm responding to their text. I need closure. That's why I'm, um, you know, um, I need to know. I need to know. It's just false, you guys. It's false. It's a false belief that are that is being passed around like it's real, you know. And I'm here to tell you as a therapist, that's nonsense. <laughs> nonsense. Because in life most of the closures you're going to have, my friends, are going to be within you. There's, this, there's a big secret there that I just kind of disclosed to you. That every, Almost every closure that you're going to ever need is going to be within you. So just remember that acceptance of the situation and getting out of denial, right? They already gave me the closure. They already showed me what they're about. They already showed me what they're about. What more do I need to see? (laughs) Are they going to tell me... Am I going to go to them and tell me, unbreak my heart? Is that my closure? Uh, Say you love me again? What? What? Undo this hurt that you caused? Um, No, no, Tony Braxton. We're not. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Um. Oh, man. So... Okay. Uh, the last one I'm going to put, I'm going to kind of discuss now because I'm going to do a part two. I want to be able to cut this in two pieces just because I want you to be able to have time to listen to one and the other. Um, and again, this is really important. You guys, you can listen to this as many times as you like. I'm telling you, I play stuff over and over and over and over until like, I believe it. (laughs) Does that make sense? That's how I condition my brain because I know the secret to doing that. So I just, I just do it. I just keep doing it until it becomes part of my reality. So just a reminder, the last one here for this part one, (laughs) I'm realizing I had to chop it up is the clinging and the loss, um, idea. Okay. That I own this person. The clinging idea that I own this person is what I mean to say. Here we go. That I own this, this relationship. I own this person's decision. That's, I think, the big shock that most people have secretly. <laughs> You're like, but I never own this person. I get you. I get you. But deep down inside, and I mean like deep down in the seeds of the soul, in the darkness, and the, mm, I don't know what, deep down in there, okay, deep down in there. It's a small, little, tiny, tiny, tiny part that thinks somehow you can you can you can predict and own to some extent their responses, their reaction. Um, you can somehow prevent it. I don't know what I don't know variations of that, but it's still a form of ownership, basically. Um, especially when we tell them when we tell them like, "Hey, you hurt me, fix it." You know what? What? No, they can't fix anything. They, they don't own. You don't own them. You don't, can't tell them what to do. They cannot unbreak your heart, Tony. They cannot unbreak your heart. Um, so keep in mind that the shock of I, I somehow thought I own them or they own me somehow, something, is false. F- false. It's not real. We don't own anybody or the decision. We don't even know what they're thinking on the inside we never really know. So even if we've been lied to and you just didn't really freaking know, that's okay, you guys. That's okay. That's okay because you're not exposing yourself yourself to that anymore. I don't need somebody to come and tell me, hey, I lied to you, blah, blah, blah. I already know they lied to me. What? What more do I need? I trust myself to know, hey, they lied to me. <laughs> it hurt, <laughs> right? I don't need them to confirm it for me. You know, and it took me a while to understand that one. That was a rough one. That was a rough lesson to learn is that I really don't own anybody or their decisions or their nonsense or their ability to cheat or not cheat or their desire to cheat or not cheat, I mean, or their desire to lie or not lie. I don't own their past or their experiences, experiences, their ability to have relationships or not. I don't own all of that. I can't possibly own that person and their decisions. So again, I'm asking you to be compassionate with yourself. I'm asking you to be self-loving and to be kind. And when you do all these things, when you understand that we're not, we're going to nurture instead instead of self-pity, we're going to reduce how much we romance thoughts about and memories about them. When we know darn well that's not why we left them, we didn't leave them because of the romance. Um... We're going to find self closure rather than closure that I think is external outside of me or that they owe me somehow We're gonna understand that the the rejection is a form of protection you know and finally that it take it took time to put them in your brain and fill up that real estate so please understand it will take time uh, to but you you know, it will take time, but when you're doing it intentionally, it's a lot quicker, right? It will take time to um re-change or restructure or re condition those habits of them being in your thoughts. And after a while you won't think about them anymore. When you're doing your work intentionally, you're like, Oh, really slowly, they start they stop occupying your space, your real estate in your brain, in your memories, and your thoughts you know, I'm telling you, be compassionate. It took time to put them there. Do me a favor and understand that it'll take time to be, to get them out or to get them slowly out or learn to understand them. But again, when I'm learning to not hate them, uh, you know, whatever you think is a, is a level above, above above that, that's good. That's still good. You know, Um, maybe you'll like them, (laughs) whatever. Um, but if we can get to the point where, Hey, I love what the time that you did give me that was. I love the good memories, you know? And I understand why this had to end. This is kind of the healing outcome. Now we've really felt it to to be able to heal it. Okay? So I hope that me going through these points and summing them up helps you guys out getting you started on this healing process. I am going to do a part 2 because I got to tell you something. There's like one, two, three, four, like four or five points that I got to add to this, okay? I've been working on this for some time, but it's about to hit 30 minutes, so I do want to break it up, okay? So thank you so much for stopping by, and again, you are so loved. You are so loved, and and I want you to, to start with loving you. I don't need you to hate them. I need you to love you in this process always, always. And the cure to everything is self-awareness, right? The cure to everything is self-awareness. Thank you guys so much for stopping by here at Drive Through Therapy on the part one of Unbreak My Heart. Um, and then we're going to get to part two pretty soon. Thank you.